Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones. I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. I know it's a little bit late. Um, usually I do shows a little bit earlier, but um, I haven't done shows for the last couple of days, and uh, I just wanted to uh, kind of just, you know, just have an episode. You know, it's, like I said, it's been a while, and uh, just wanted to... Uh, you know, talk to the Who That Nation. Um, you know, the last couple of days has been really, really exciting. Uh, and we reached uh, some milestones and uh, some first times uh, when it comes to the State of Saints podcast. I'll get into that um, a little bit later. But on this edition, we're going to be talking about the New Orleans Saints and uh, the Saints backup plan. Um, and what I mean by that is we all know that the New Orleans Saints uh, have been trying to acquire the quarterback service of Derek Carr. Uh, we know that the, the Raiders uh, released uh, Derek Carr. Uh, now he's free to sign with anybody he pleases. And of course, Derek Carr has been making his rounds, meeting with different teams to try to figure out what is in his best interest. Uh, there, are some, there are some stories going around saying that Derek Carr is looking uh, for something between 30 to $35 million. I don't know how true that actually is, but... Uh, we'll never know. Uh, I also know that uh, Derek Carr uh, will be at the NFL Combine uh, this week uh, talking to other NFL teams and interviewing for a possible quarterback uh, job for those teams. But we have to talk about this because we all know that the New Orleans Saints, um, they do want Derek Carr. But we know that the New Orleans Saints are not one of those teams that just go out there and just you know, pay an arm and a leg for a guy or try to risk everything in order to bring a guy in. So this is going to possibly lead to the New Orleans Saints maybe having to walk away from the table when it comes to Derek Carr. So what happens now? Right. What happens? I know that uh, Jameis Winston uh, is still on the team. Uh, Jameis Winston spoke uh, to the media uh, during uh, the Legacy Bowl um, out in New Orleans. Uh, he was actually one of the uh, 
honorary captains uh, out there, uh, you know, taking a part in that. And uh, he said he had one year left on a contract. So, you know, Jameis Winston is very, very optimistic. Uh, he didn't throw any type of shade on uh, Dennis Allen or anything like that when it comes to the decision to uh, not allow him to start any more games after he dealt with the back injury, decided to go with Andy Dalton. Uh, so he's still on the team. But of course, we all know that the New Orleans Saints do not want to just go into the season with Jameis Winston. I mean, it's pretty obvious the way that they treated him last season, that they have no interest in trying to have this guy as their starting quarterback. So there are some guys on the street. And one guy who just recently uh, got on the street is former, and I got to say former now, Washington commander quarterback Carson Wentz. Uh, Carson Wentz, uh, the former second pick overall in the 2016 NFL draft. Uh, he got drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles, had some really good seasons with them. Uh, had, uh, you know, some issues uh, when it comes to, I guess, the locker room and, um, you know, some things that was going on in Philly. Uh, one thing I can say is, is Philly. So we all know how that goes. He ends up going to the Indianapolis Colts, had a really good season. And, um, of course, uh, I guess uh, Jim Ursay wasn't a real big fan of Carson Wentz. So they decided to let him go and he gets signed by the commanders. And, you know, he had a little bit of an injury uh thing going last season wasn't his best season he had 11 touchdowns nine interceptions uh but he completed over 60 percent of his passes. i want to say about 65 percent and i know a lot of people aren't very high on carson wentz which i can understand i've always been a carson wentz fan i feel like uh carson wentz kind of got the short end of the stick i don't think a lot of people are paying that much attention to the fact that the guy had a very devastating uh knee injury you know he tore almost everything that he had and that season where he tore everything, he was going to more than likely be the league MVP. So I know, you know, people aren't a big fan of him, but I think that Carson Wentz is a serviceable quarterback. I'm not saying that the New Orleans Saints need to go out here and sign him. I'm not saying that the New Orleans Saints should look at him as top priority. But if the Saints end up trying to go, you know, after Carson Wentz, I wouldn't be mad at it. And we all know that the New Orleans Saints are probably going to be looking at a bridge quarterback. If you're not picking in the top 10, if you're not picking in the top 15, more than likely you're probably going to go with a bridge quarterback and maybe draft somebody, you know, a, a younger guy who can probably be waiting in the wings. Or if you're not satisfied with the quarterback uh, that you could possibly draft, you're maybe, you know, if things don't work out with the bridge quarterback, uh, you can go into the draft next season where the, you know, the pickings is a little bit better. And a lot of those guys that are, you know, projected to be in that NFL draft are supposed to be some really good quarterbacks. So I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I wouldn't be upset at it. You know, I don't pay that much attention to what people say about Carson Wentz. I think the guy is pretty decent. I think he's better than Andy Dalton. If you ask me, is he better than Jameis Winston? Uh, and, you know, throughout his career, I'm not going to lie to you. He had he has had a better career as a starting quarterback than Jameis Winston. So I wouldn't be mad if that was to happen. I wouldn't look at this as a long-term solution, which I don't think none, none of us would. But it just does not, it would not surprise me if the Saints call him in. I'm not saying that they are going to sign him. I'm not saying that he's going to be a New Orleans Saint, but if things don't work out with Derek Carr, heck, even if they are pretty sure confident or the percentage is pretty high at getting Derek Carr I think you still need to weigh out your options because we all know that plans can change but 
you know, that that's somebody that I think that would, you know, be considered uh, if things don't work out uh, with Derek Carr. But let me go ahead and read some of your comments. Uh, I'd like to hear what you all got to say. And uh, feel free to tell me who you feel like would be a good backup plan for the New Orleans Saints if the Derek Carr, uh, you know, negotiations don't work in the favor of the New Orleans Saints. But let me go ahead and I'll start with Yellow. Yellow says, I feel like everybody is waiting on Aaron Rodgers like Ross mentioned. Yeah, I mean, he is top priority. I mean, like him or not, I know Aaron Rodgers rubs people the wrong way. I'm not a real big fan of him. I think that he's a more of a me guy instead of a we guy. Uh, but he is an extremely talented quarterback. He has all the tools to win you a championship. And in the right situation, he can lead you there. It's already been proven. So I can understand why people are waiting on him to make up his mind because he's the best quarterback that that's out there that's available, you know, if he is available. So I, I can, under, I can completely understand it, but I feel like he's probably going to go back to the green Bay Packers. I would be, I'd be shocked if he goes anywhere else, but we all know that this is the NFL things kind of change. This could be one of those situations where the green Bay Packers are just tired of Aaron Rodgers doing the same thing. And he's been doing the same thing for the last four to five years. Right. Um, you know, he gets upset that things don't go his way. The Green Bay Packers organization do, uh, you know, just do everything to try to make him happy. And um, it just don't seem like he he is happy. So I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I'd be surprised if he was to lead the Green Bay Packers. But we all know that this is the NFL. And if teams are waiting on him, he deserves it because he's the best quarterback out there. Nobody is going to know anything for seven months who the quarterback and what this team will look like opening day. Well, that's just the way that it goes, Brian. Um, a lot of how we feel about the New Orleans Saints has a lot to do with the bad taste that was in everybody's mouth last season. The way that the team looked at time, they look out of sorts. They look undisciplined. Uh, they look like they were just not well coached. And uh, it, it's frustrating. And the only thing that you can go by is what you've seen as far as what you the product they put on the field the last time we saw them, which was watching the New Orleans Saints get humiliated and embarrassed by the Carolina Panthers, led by a quarterback that only threw 43 yards passing. So if anybody's discouraged about it, it's well within their rights because the Saints were a very disappointing team last season. So, But we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if the New Orleans Saints are going to turn a corner or be one of the best teams in the league. We hope that they'll be one of the best teams in the league, but I wouldn't, you know, right now, I mean, morale is low, and they have nobody to blame but themselves for people feeling the way that they do. Jerry says, resign Jameis Winston. Yeah, there's no need to resign Jameis Winston, Jerry, because, I mean, he's already under contract. They could allow Jameis Winston to, like, stay on the team, you know, and play out his contract, or they can just allow him to get cut, which I feel like that's going to happen. Uh, Winston is still wanted to be here for some reason. I dig it, but man, I don't want him to be done wrong again. Well, I think that Jameis is saying all the right things. Uh, I think that there's there's a little bit of validity there. Um, Jameis Winston is a baller. He's a guy that loves football, and he's a he's a student of the game. And growing up in Bessemer, Alabama, where he's from. You know, there, no, there is no franchise team, right? There's no NFL team. And 
you know, the closest team that they have is rather you're going to root for the Atlanta Falcons, which why in the heck would you want to do that? Or uh, you can actually root for the New Orleans Saints, a team that actually matters, right? <laughs> but seriously, man, he grew up as a, New, uh, as a New Orleans Saints fan. He grew up idolizing Drew Brees and playing for the New Orleans Saints is a little bit of a dream come true. And I think a part of Jameis always, you know, want to be with the New Orleans Saints and be that guy that can lead the Saints to the promised land. I just wish that they gave him an opportunity. I just don't think that they have a lot of faith in Jameis Winston. I don't know why. I don't know if they feel like they don't have the right coaching staff or they just don't feel like he has what it takes to lead the team. But it's just weird to, for me to just look at this and be like, you rather go with Andy Dalton over Jameis Winston? Jameis Winston possesses way more talent in his body than Andy Dalton has, right? But y'all prefer to go with him. So I'm just wondering, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with Jameis Winston. I, I just think that people who feel that way just never like Jameis in the first place. And they, they'll get it any way they can. Like, they're not looking at this team, even though they understand that this team is inept. They're not looking at the coaching staff, even though we realize that this coaching staff wasn't really that good. They rather just focus on Jameis Winston. And, and the one thing that really does bother me also is the fact that people just feel like guys can't develop and become better at, at the quarterback position. They, they act as if the, you know, organizations are not terrible. Like this guy was the first pick overall in the draft. And I constantly say this, you go to the first team, you go to the number one team, right? The one that they get the first pick in a draft is normally because the team sucks. Right. But we never pay attention to that type of stuff. But I don't understand why they don't want to roll with Jameis. And at this point, I honestly feel like you're doing this man a disservice, not letting him go. If you don't think that he's good enough, then allow him to go somewhere else and compete for a starting position. And if it does work out for him, then you send somewhere eating crow and you look even worse than you do right now. So that's the way it goes, man. j -Bo still has a year. Exactly. T. Smitty says, uh, what's good, brother? If the Saints don't land Carr, might as well roll with Dalton. Man, I'm good on Andy Dalton experience, which I pretty, I'm pretty sure, though, T. Smitty, that's the route they're probably going to go because they're familiar with it. And, yeah, man, until they prove me wrong, I'm going to say this. It's a lot of laziness, I feel like, going on with this team. A lot of laziness. Um, it, it just seemed like to me like they just, they just scared to take a risk. And I don't feel bad about saying this because I got research to back this up. There's an article that, that's going out right now that's talking about uh, DA's unwillingness to be able to go for it on fourth down and being a, aggressive when it comes to his decision making. So it just seemed like to me like this team is just always going to be conservative. Like they're super conservative about every single thing, even what we see on the field. So why wouldn't they be conservative when it comes to their decision making? I feel that they went with Andy Dalton because they felt like they – he was more of a sure bet in their eyes, right? I just think that they don't, they don't, they're not trying to think outside the box. You can't possibly be trying to think outside the box. And you can, there's too much of playing not to lose instead of playing to win for my liking. And um, I just think that when you have a guy like Jameis Winston, he's going to fight to the end. He's going, he's going, even if he makes some mistakes, he's going to come back. He's going to throw some, you know, throw some big, He's going to throw some passes down the field. He's going to create some big plays. And um, I just think that sometimes, like, that just makes them a little nervous. So they'd rather watch Andy Dalton dink and dunk us to death 
then the why Jameis Winston try to throw the you know push the ball down the field and maybe create some explosive plays you know stuff that we actually like watching instead of watching paint dry watching his offense last season now I'm getting upset man because you know it's just extremely frustrating as a Saints fan when you have a when you have a coaching staff you know sometimes that I feel like that are too afraid to take a risk and I just think that Jameis Winston represents that risk if you get what I'm saying let's see I'm good with not going after Wentz hell to the nah 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 well who else are you gonna get out there who else you gonna get and Carson Wentz isn't as bad as you think he is I, I'm man I know people don't want to hear that and I know that there's a lot of opinions about Carson Wentz but Carson Wentz isn't as bad as people make him out to be back in 2017 uh I think Carson Wentz had what 3,200 yards 33 touchdowns seven interceptions right the last time like he actually played for a, a team with a coach that was pretty good at developing he went for what 27 touchdowns seven interceptions right and 3,500 yards and that was when he was with the coach Every single year, like for the most part, he averages on average maybe eight to nine interceptions per season. He, he now he threw nine interceptions last season, but that's probably at his average. He normally per season he probably gets about seven interceptions per year, and he averages about sixty-two to sixty-three percent of his passes, which is pretty good, right? So that's something that you can actually work with. I just think that. One thing that happened with Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz went to a big market team in Philadelphia, and we all know how that goes, right? No, you, you can be good, but you got to be consistently good. Like right now, Jalen Hurts is the toast of the town. If Jalen Hurts starts off the season or gets midway through the season, he starts sputtering, they're going to be talking about benching him because that's just the way that it goes, man. They are sharks out there. Carson Wentz, to me, based on like where he comes from, he came from North Dakota State. Uh, home city is Bismarck, North Dakota, right? So, I mean, how much action is going on right there? I just think that he was thrust into a situation that he wasn't really truly prepared for. I think if Carson Wentz actually went to a team that was in a smaller market, I think they would have gave him the time, and I think the fan base would have gave him the appreciation in order for him to get better. And um, I just think that it's just you got to be uh, you got to be wired different to play for a team that has a big media market. You got to have a, like an all shucks personality like Eli Manning and Daniel Jones. Or, you know, you just got to be like a playboy or, you know, borderline Ric Flair, like a Joe Namath. Right. You, you got to be able to be entwined with that, you know, somehow or it's rather you got to let it rub off you or embrace it. But I just think that he just never embraced it because I just think that he was just thrust in a situation, you know, that he's never been in. But I don't think he as bad as people make him out to be, even though, you know, the the skeptics always, you know, trying to make it seem like he's just the worst quarterback ever, you know, which I don't think I don't think he is. Uh, let's see. Stay away from Wentz. He's no better than what we have. I disagree with that. Carson Wentz is better than Andy Dalton and he's had a better career than Jameis Winston and I and I love Jameis Winston but let's just let's just be real let's call a spade a spade Carson Wentz has led the Philadelphia Eagles to the playoffs 
that 2017 season when he ended up like get messing his leg up he had 33 touchdowns seven picks before week 11 against the los angeles rams where he tore everything he had in his leg and you know so we have a tendency of forgetting about stuff like that because everybody's been talking about you know how average he is or how no good he is which i just don't understand that they it was a couple years ago philadelphia had no business in the playoffs none he ends up like winning like three straight games or something like basically taking the team on his back they get to the playoffs he plays against the seattle seahawks and gets knocked out of the game with a concussion of course they end up losing but like i said these are things that we tend to forget about this dude we tend to forget about it we'll we will negate that but then we'll talk about well what happened that last game in 2021 when they played jacksonville they lost just that simple but that don't mean that the dude is terrible i would take carson wentz over andy dalton i can tell you that right now i ain't saying he the greatest thing ever but he better than andy dalton and if i had to choose between andy dalton and carson wentz i'm rolling with wentz right i mean at least I know at least I know Carson Wentz gonna try to you know push the ball down the field. At least I know he ain't gonna be trying to nickel and dime it to debt. At least I know you know he ain't about you know like at least I know he's gonna try to do something. Man, Andy Dalton, like Andy Dalton, nah. I, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. If the only thing that you can tell me about Andy Dalton is, well, he can, you know, he he ain't throwing no, he ain't throwing no interceptions, but he ain't throwing no touchdowns either. Like people will say that, oh man, well, you know, he ain't throwing no interception, but he ain't throwing no touchdowns either. I think he would he went like three weeks or something like that without throwing a touchdown, but he ain't throwing no picks. I mean, come on, man. Chicago Bears ain't giving no first round pick for no Jameis Winston. Man, whoever said that, they gotta be high. What y'all smoking over there? Uh facts, uh chemo uh Brian Trippin. Scale to one to ten. How much is Derek Carr? But better hold on how much better is Derek Carr than Jameis Winston I don't know I to me I think they pretty pretty even now I think that Derek Carr is more accurate than Jameis Winston I'll give him that and the only thing that you can say about Derek Carr is like well Derek Carr actually made the playoff Jameis Winston never been a starting quarterback in the playoffs if I'm not mistaken so I mean I guess that's what people like you know give Derek Carr the you know the notch over Jameis Winston but you know, Derek Carr, you know, has had some really good seasons. I'm not going to take it away from him. You know, they had one season where, you know, he was up for MVP. Now he ended up like not playing in a, a playoff game because he ended up getting hurt. And Matt McLoyne had to end up playing. And uh, next thing you know, you know, they out the playoffs. So, I mean, I think to me, I think that if we talking about like talent, I feel like Jameis Winston has more talent than Derek Carr but I feel like Derek Carr is more accurate than Jameis Winston is Brian Peterson got Hennessy on his side <laughs> ain't nobody giving up no first round pick for any quarterback outside Lamar Jackson give that pipe dream up um yeah I, I agree with that I mean there's some quarterbacks of course that you, you can think of but the only one that's really realistically available that you'll be willing to give up a first round pick for would be Lamar Jackson I don't even think you'll give up a first round pick for Aaron Rodgers, to be honest. As crazy as that sounds, got to think about his age. He's about to throw it 39 years old. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with that one. I admit I slept on Jared Goff, but Wentz is what he is, in my opinion. Well, people said the same thing about Jared Goff. You know, Jared Goff, he can't play. 
Jared Goff, he's not good enough. Jared Goff, you know, oh, you know, he got traded to the Lions. He about to lose his job. Well, look at him now. Like, all I'm saying is, why, why don't we, why do we pretend that coaching does not matter? I mean, that coaching matters, right? Why do we pretend like it doesn't matter? It does. It does matter, man. It matters if you have the right coaches that can put you in the right position to succeed. You know, I just think that, I mean, look at the commanders, man. Come on, man. Like, let's seriously, seriously. When has the, the Washington commanders at the quarter at, at the quarterback position ever made some noise? When the last time they made some noise? Like, think about this. When the last time the Washington commanders made some noise at the quarterback position? So I, I just don't know, man. Like, I just, I, man, I'm not so quick to just write guys off. You know, and especially like if guys have showed like positive things, like we, I just think that people don't really look at Carson Wentz, you know, as a, as a decent quarterback, but he is, I don't think people look at it because once again, like the media is loud when it comes to Carson Wentz, you know, a lot of the things that we hear, the, the debates, you know, because everybody want to talk about the Cowboys. And who is the Cowboys' biggest rival? The Eagles. So, of course, you know what I'm saying? It's rather they're going to talk about the Cowboys or they're going to be talking about the Eagles. And he was the Eagles quarterback. And, of course, he's going to be under a lot of scrutiny because he plays in a big market. I just think that the guy is much better than people giving him credit for. People act like this man throw like be throwing more picks than Razor Ramon or something. Like, I've seen worse quarterbacks than Carson Wentz. And I, 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 man, if the Saints can't get their franchise quarterback, they can't get the, the young quarterback that we all would like for them to get, then why not go with a guy that, you know, he can be a bridge guy. Ain't nobody saying that he going to be the, the franchise. Ain't nobody, like, I don't think that any one of these guys, even, like, if the Saints sign back Andy Dalton, we all know that it's just a bridge thing. If they decide to, allow Jameis Winston to play out his final year of his contract we know that it's more than likely a considered a bridge thing so what's the difference like what's the difference with the whole Carson Wentz situation like it can't get no worse than what I've seen to be honest with you it can't get any worse I mean it's crazy as that sound like it can't get no worse than what I already seen uh Brian uh why would the Bears take Bryce Young without moving Justin Fields come on bro make it make sense now they not it, it you're not gonna keep two young quarterbacks on the same team if the Bears decide to get Bryce Young. Uh, Justin Fields is gone, but would you take him over Jameis? No, I wouldn't. No, I, I wouldn't because this would this would be what Jameis Winston's what fourth year going. To, I mean, in the same system, so no, I wouldn't. And I want to take him over Jameis Winston because I feel like Jameis Winston has the talent and the skill set to be able to make Saints the Saints offense at least more exciting but if it came down to Andy Dalton and uh, Carson Wentz I'm going with Carson Wentz neither Wentz nor Jameis has gotten a fair shake at the quarterback position uh, I hear your points on that but the same thing can be said about Winston and the 30 for 30 year outside of that he's been actually good Wentz outside the Super Bowl run hasn't done much that's all he has done he has like what are we considering what are we considering has done what made the playoffs i'm telling you right now okay so here I'm, let me pull up these stats let me pull up the stats real quick 
All right, so here we go. All right, so Carson Wentz got hurt in 2017. In 2018, he had 3,074 yards, 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions. 2019, he had 4,039 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Then, you know, this final season with Philly, he had 2,600 yards, 16 touchdowns, 15 picks. Now, think like, okay, so you like, okay, think about this. 17, 18, and 19. He has seven, seven, and seven as far as interceptions. 2017, 2018, 2019. 33 touchdowns, 21 touchdowns, 27 touchdowns. Okay, if you want to talk about 2020, 16, and 15, not so good. But when he went to the Indianapolis Colts, he had 3,500 yards, 27 touchdowns, and guess how many interceptions? Seven. So out of all them years that you you hear this, tell me you wouldn't want that on your team. Tell me you won't want that stat line. Like that's just like that's just keep it a buck. Now we talking about leading somebody to the Super Bowl or something like that. Maybe you know we can have a conversation then. But I'm just saying like. That, that those aren't trash stats you know what i'm saying like that ain't trash that ain't garbage that ain't like oh man get this bum up out of here type stats those are some pretty good stats if we want to talk about completion percentage okay at, at completion percentage let me see he had so he averages 62.6 throughout his career he has 151 touchdowns 66 interceptions and he has a, a quarterback rating of 89.3 that's pretty doggone good man now you may not be you may not be able to you know see all that but it is what it is stats don't tell the whole story they may not tell the whole story but there are times where look here's here's the thing there was a time when this dude was the best quarterback in football that may sound like that may sound crazy but he was in 2017, he was the best quarterback in football. And his stat line has proven throughout his, you know, his career that he's up there with some of the best quarterbacks as far as stats. Now, we can talk about, you know, we can minimize the stats, but come on, like, it'll be one thing. How is it that we can line up seven interceptions for the majority of his career? So he doesn't turn the ball over at an alarming rate, which is something that we all look at, right? We don't want the quarterback to turn the ball over. We don't want them to make a bunch of mistakes. And we want them to have a decent completion percentage. Now, if you want to just make a, you know, a, a point or a case like this dude isn't really that good, okay, fine, whatever. But all I'm saying is if we if you're gonna say that he's not good, you can't use these stats to try to justify him not being good. Now you can talk about moments in which he wasn't good, or the fact that maybe. He leaves a lot to be desired when it comes to like maybe getting the team to the next point. But hell, can't we say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers? Seriously, Aaron Rodgers has had home field advantage for three years as the Green Bay Packers for over the last, what, four years? Throughout the last four years, he's had home field advantage. And he choked in the playoffs. But is that any indicator of, oh, anybody be saying like Aaron Rodgers is terrible, Aaron Rodgers is bad? They don't like his attitude. So what's the difference? You know, I mean, he didn't start in the Super Bowl. I'm talking Carson Wentz, but he got a Super Bowl ring. So I, I don't know, man. All, all I'm saying is, like, 
the dude ain't as bad as people making him out to be. And I would take him <laughs> over Andy Dalton in a heartbeat. Uh, Carson Wentz uh, couldn't even beat the lowly. Uh, exactly. Jaguars to get in the playoffs when he was with the coach. But you're not going to bring up the fact in 2017 he was up for MVP. You're not going to talk about the fact that he had seven interceptions that season and 3,500 yards. See, what we do is if we don't like somebody or we have this opinion about somebody, we take their lowest qualities and their lowest points to try to justify us. But all I'm saying is, would you rather, like, honestly, would you rather have him or Andy Dalton? Seriously, like, or, or better yet, who else is out there that you can just look at and be like, okay, I'd rather have him over, like, besides the obvious, like Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers? Who else, like, who else can give you that type of quality when it comes to the quarterback position? Why you're trying to figure the thing, why you're trying to figure out what you're going to do as far as, you know, what the quarterback is going to look like in the future? I take it. You know, I, I take it. I have a surprise for some. Aaron Brooks didn't have a bad stat either. Uh, his touchdowns to interception ratio was, uh, wasn't bad most of the time uh, here. Nobody was sad when he left. And I, I got a lot to say. I, I'm going to leave it alone, though. I'll leave the whole Aaron Brooks situation alone. But Aaron, Aaron Brooks, <laughs> Aaron Brooks did not possess the – Aaron Brooks had like some some crazy arm talent. Like he had a very very tight spiral, but he wished he had the skill set and abilities and talent of a Carson Wentz. Seriously, uh, Aaron uh, is only looking for MVPs now. He's selfish and really doesn't care uh, to win at all. That's why I wouldn't want him on my football team. Uh, just get Dennis Allen, P. Carmichael the hell out of here. <laughs> It's hard to get excited about any quarterback we get because our coaching staff uh, is so conservative. Man, it, I, I can't even say nothing else after that. Jimmy G would be a great bridge quarterback. The only thing when, I, when it comes to Jimmy G, Jimmy G doesn't look at himself as a bridge quarterback. I think Carson Wentz has no choice but to look at himself as a bridge quarterback at this point, right? I mean, this would be what your 14, you know, in the last what, what three years? What? Well, let me see. Yeah, this is like your third team in three years, right? So, hey man, I mean, you got no choice but to look at the situation as a quarterback. Andy Dalton won't scramble out the pocket for three yards. Of course, I'm taking Wentz. Uh, I'll take Wentz on the cheap, and he drafted quarterback. I'll beat overpaid card. That's all I'm saying. That's all. That uh, that's all I want people to pay attention to. Look. If you don't feel like let, let's talk about this. If you don't feel like Derek Carr is going to lead you anywhere, right? If you don't feel if you feel like he just gonna be serviceable, right? And make things interesting, but you're not gonna get to where you need to be. Why pay this man 30, 35 million dollars? You pay guys that type of money if you feel like they have what it takes to win a Super Bowl. If everybody is saying it, you hear from all the you know talking heads for the most point. All the people that cover New Orleans Saints, right? They all say like, yeah, he's good, but I don't see going to the Super Bowl good. So what's the difference? If we all are in agreement right now that we just want this team to look competitive and maybe go out there and give it the old college try and see where it goes, 
why go out here and get a guy that you're saying is not going to give you that Super Bowl? Why pay him that much money? If you can get somebody with the same skill set, same ability, probably just make things competitive just like a Derek Carr would, and you you can pay him less. Sound good to me. Right? If I'm look, if I'm out here trying to get excited and happy and all that kind of stuff there, I want it to be because a quarterback is going to come in that I know for a fact can lead the Saints to the Super Bowl. Can anybody confidently? And I love Derek Carr. I feel like, you know, he once again, if we're talking about accuracy, he's better than Carson Wentz. But all I'm saying is, if you're telling me that he can't lead a team to the Super Bowl, then why go out here and, and get him if you can get Carson Wentz and you feel like he's going to give you the same result? You might as well just go cheaper and see where it goes from there, right? So no need to play yourself and and, and and overexert yourself. If a guy is not going to give you the results you want, you're not confident about it. Uh, man, I needed this laugh. Carson Wentz, uh, that bum was cut for a reason. Yeah, I mean, maybe it just didn't work out. Or maybe it's the fact that he plays for the commanders. I, I mean, I could I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Could be the fact that the, the commanders haven't had a starting quarterback. What's his, what, Jason Campbell? R, RG3, maybe? It's been a minute. It's been a minute since they had consistency at that quarterback position. It's been a long time. And I don't think people are paying are paying attention to that. But, you know, of course, you know, Carson Wentz is not good. Carson Wentz is selfish, you know, all this stuff like this. So, yeah, man, I, I don't know. Do a pretty decent quarterback, you ask me. Did finish watching Raw, Becky Lynch, and Lita became WWE Women's Tag Team Champions with the assist from Trish Stratus. Wow, that's that's interesting. That's interesting right there. I just joined. Are we talking about J-Bo uh, getting another chance? He seems to be still committed to the team with his tweets. Um, not really talking about giving him a second chance, but we've been mostly talking about the Saints' backup plans. I guess he kind of falls into that, which, uh, you know, it's a reoccurring story about Jameis Winston, the Saints' backup plan. But we were talking about, like, Carson Wentz also, you know, recently got released by the Commanders. So... I mean, I, I just want to know, like, who y'all think is going to be out here that's just going to set the world on fire that y'all just think going to come in that's just going to give you so much more production than Carson Wentz can. I mean, I don't know if y'all looked at that list, but pretty average, borderline, below average quarterbacks on that list. But what do I know? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just watched the Saints, like, put up one of the most sorriest performances offensively that I've seen in the last what 15 16 years but hey exactly tj he gets bounced out of philly bounced out of indy with frank reich and now washington and lost out to heineke and rookie quarterback it may not be up to him anymore on whether to be a bridge or not that yeah i'm just saying if if you can if he has this skill set the ability and the talent that he possesses right and everybody's saying like you know Derek carr has the skills and all that kind of stuff but he just gonna be serviceable serviceable keep the saints in the fight why pay 30 35 million dollars for somebody to keep your team in a fight does that make any sense like that that, that that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever if i'm paying that type of money man you better lead my team to the super bowl period if he's not and you're not sure about that then what's the difference if you want Derek carl over wentz then i don't know what you're looking at they both get you only so far right now 
uh one is just going to be cheap option don't know what stats on when so what are we taking yeah exactly yeah that's all i'm saying like if they one in the same uh you're going to get the same result <laughs> i'd rather <laughs> i'd rather it be cheaper right you know look if i'm getting the same type of bang you know what i'm saying like you you got you got the the manufacturer brand and you got great value right if they if you can get the same type of feeling and taste out of the you know the generic brand i'm rolling with the generic brand right so because i mean they both hit the spot right so hey Nola Bars Wentz is very injury prone and it's said to be arrogant that teammates don't buy into him and dislike him. Well, I, I don't know, man. I, I hear a lot of things. I, I hear a lot of that stuff was just blown out of proportion. I hear a lot of, you know, some people saying that they like Carson Wentz. I think, uh, honestly, I just, I think there might be some validity behind some of that, but I think it's probably overblown. I think it's kind of it can be overblown. Like, I just think that you have to think about the market that he was in during this time. I think that you have to take that into consideration. And also, I, I you know, I just look at the Saints being, you know, you you you're pretty desperate at this particular point when it comes to the quarterback position. So if you got a guy that can actually do some things, <laughs> you know, why not take him? I think the and also I think the Saints got enough leadership inside the locker room to be able to like keep this dude like under wraps. They ain't but like you ain't about to let that stuff fly in no in no Saints locker room. Not with Cam Jordan and Demario Davis off in that thing. And also once again, you know, it, it's one thing like you can have that attitude because you are the guy, right? You're the second pick overall. They drafted you. You're supposed to be the franchise quarterback. Got the, all this money, hundred million dollar contract, right? So it's easy for you to just sit up there and be like, I'm the guy, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I pull, I call the shots, you know what I'm saying? You know, all this kind of stuff there, but it's different, right? When you're just a guy, like you were the guy at one time. If you get any team, it can, it, can, it don't even have to be the Saints. Any other team that Carson Wentz go to, you're just a guy, right? You're a jag, just a guy. So it's not like you have that type of pull of that position, if you will, if you come into an organization, they ain't not going to allow him to do that. And I think that a lot of these guys who have these type of personalities, it has a lot to do with the fact that these organizations give these dudes the green light, right? You know, you are our guy and they, they hyping you up all day and night. But I guarantee you at this stage in Carson Wentz's career at the age of 30, ain't nobody hyping you up, bro. It's all about, we're going to give you opportunity. You go out here, you compete. If you get the starting job, then you get it. If you don't, you don't. It's a different story than it was in 2016 when everybody was singing your praises and they looked at you as the Messiah of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I do not care. I will take the Walmart greeter as starting quarterback over Andy Dalton. Son, <laughs> son wins. Uh, TJ, should uh, J-Bo feel disrespected based on how Nola has handled his situation? Yes, absolutely absolutely and i think he does feel disrespected but of course look man you got to play the politic game we all know how it goes man we know that these guys you know they get the short end of the stick but they can't go out there and say these things james can't go out there and say man look this jacked up i should have you know like they should have let me start look what happened because i didn't start now if you get behind closed doors you know what i'm saying i'm pretty sure like the real feelings are going to come out 
rather it's from him or some people that you know that's that's around him but yeah you know he did get the short end of the stick but of course you know you got to play the game right you can't go out here and just talk about how disrespected it is because at the end of the day that could jeopardize him getting another opportunity even though it was not his fault but teams look at that stuff right and they talk you know if you're disgruntled and you're not happy and you're throwing the team under the bus it might be hard for you to get another opportunity so maybe he wants to go somewhere else but he has to play this game man and i don't blame him you gotta sometimes you gotta pick your spots like I said, why would you trade anything for Jameis when he's possibly going to be uh, get released and a team can sign him for cheap without giving up anything? Yeah, that, that wouldn't make much sense at all. That's the that's the type of stuff that gets you fired. They, they should fire you if you're doing some stupid stuff like that. <laughs> uh, you might uh, as well get Jacoby Brissett and make him the bridge then going to get uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, yeah, that's an option too. You know, that, that's an option as well. But look, I don't buy. Look, I'm not. I'm sorry. I, I'm not one of those people that just go by what tabloids be saying about folks. I just don't. I look at the. I look at the results. I look at the numbers. I look at what this dude actually did on the field when he was the quarterback more times than not, and he played in his stat line and some of the games that I've actually watched him play. He wasn't as terrible as people making him out to be. I just think that there's the narrative. Like the the crazy thing about it is a lot of us are buying into the narrative of Carson Wentz, but we will get mad and yell from the rooftops about the narrative that's being created about, about Jameis Winston. So all I'm saying is we were willing to give him a chance, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. All I know is them stats look pretty doggone good. And based on what we got up in the in, in the locker room right now. As far as the quarterback position and what I seen last season, I would take 30, 33 and 7, 27 and 7. I would take 3,500 yards. I don't care how you slice it up, cut it up, divide it, and give it out. I'd take 27 and 7. Who, who would not take 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and a, a 63% completion percentage and 3,500 yards? All right, who ain't taking that? I am. <laughs> I'm taking it. Look, I, I, look I, I'm not. I'm not looking at this like this abstract art where it just speaks to me. Like, you know, it may say one thing to you, it might say something else to me. All I'm saying is this team has been trash at the quarterback position last season, and I don't want to see it no more. And if somebody can come in and do a little something much better than what I seen last season, I'm taking it. I'm taking it because this is not a long-term solution. Like, I think we all are prepared or we should prepare ourselves for the developmental, uh, what do we call it, rebuild process of the New Orleans Saints. Nobody is looking for Super Bowl. Nobody is looking for, you know, dynasty or nothing like that. We just looking for these boys to possibly win more games than losing, right? That, that's it. And make it entertaining in the process, show a lot of fight and grit, whatever happens, it happens, right? But at this particular point, I'm sitting up here as trash as this quarterback room has been, and I know more than likely you're probably – not looking going into the draft thinking that you got yourself a franchise quarterback it would be absolutely ridiculous for me to just sit up here and be like well i don't want that like bro right right now this thing is pretty bad right and unless you know for a fact that you can go out here and get a guy that's going to lead you to multiple super bowls then like what are we doing 
you looking at numbers in 2017 which was six years ago uh no sir um i'm actually looking at numbers that happened in 2021 when he had 35 3563 yards 27 touchdowns seven interceptions and he had a completion percentage of 62.4 sir okay so last time i checked 2021 was two years ago not six i'm just saying i'm just saying man once again like come on <laughs> who not take who is not taking his stat line like if all you got to say is skip Bayless said this about him uh espn first take are you giving me some some dialogue about what somebody else said about carson wentz or what the locker room said about him okay whatever but all i'm saying is 27 touchdowns seven interceptions 3500 yards is better than what andy dalton has put up in the last in his last six years if we want to get technical so there we go <laughs> uh let's see i'm definitely taking wins over winston wins won't turn it over as much okay fair enough uh, i like what i seen from Henry hooker yeah i like Henry hooker a lot of course everybody knows how i feel about him uh as a quarterback thank the guys diamond and rough the saints gonna get him hopefully he goes to a team that can actually uh you know develop him into being a quarterback that i know he gonna be uh don't want to see dalton no more at all at all so who the eagles gonna steal from you guys this year <laughs> i don't know i don't know hopefully nobody hopefully the saints learned their lesson wentz was uh 35 and 7 with the coach uh two years and not in 2017 his stats were actually better than matt ryan's were uh, and he got cut all I'm saying is, man, that look, that's that stat line pretty doggone good based on what I see last season. Uh, Wentz will give you similar production to Carr for half the price. TJ, uh, who out there is worth giving $35 million to? Besides Lamar Jackson, absolutely nobody. Absolutely not a soul, not even Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. Like, because if you're getting Aaron Rodgers, it's like you kind of on that on that Tom Brady type ish. That's that's what it is. Like you on that Tom Brady, right? You trying to win right now, man. I, I'm not giving thirty five million dollars to nobody. That's not going to be my franchise quarterback going forward. And then on top of that, I just feel like you actually have opportunity right now to build your team, right? Develop players through the draft, and also the guys that you actually have actually have on the team that are young. Develop them too and why would you go out like the crazy thing about this is folks if the saints draft a quarterback right if they draft one this guy's gonna be on a rookie deal for at least three to four years so in those three to four years you can actually build talent around him same thing philly did with jalen hurts instead of them sitting up here giving out 30 35 million dollars to a guy keep on bringing in these veteran quarterbacks because you're too afraid to try to develop a quarterback and build a quarterback up instead of that you just just rather throw money at veterans that you know for a fact ain't gonna lead you to water if they had a boat like what are we doing the saints just gotta be real with themselves and be like man it's a rebuild the thing about it is look the thing about it is dennis allen knows where he's at he knows where he's at he knows that the fan base want that boy head on a silver platter and he knows that he doesn't have the time to go out here and try to develop a quarterback because right now everything that he does seems wrong to New Orleans Saints fans. I, I don't care if like Dennis Allen was giving out toys today 
somebody gonna be like, man, look at them toys he's giving out. They ain't they ain't no GI Joe. <laughs> that ain't no Avenger toy. That's that's kind of where we at. Everything that DA does as of right now seems bad. So he feels like he doesn't like have that opportunity. So that's why he's out here throwing stuff against the wall, hoping that it stick. But the Saints need to come to the reality that you are a rebuild. You are in a rebuild, sir. Okay. If look, if the Saints came out and just drafted a quarterback in the first round, now be that as it may, not don't just draft a guy, but I just say they love a guy and he they draft in the first round. I feel like that would be the Saints conceding and telling the fans that we're rebuilding. But the fact that they are trying to avoid the inevitable is hilarious. And you're basically pushing, you're basically pushing your back yourself back even further so i don't know man like maybe i'm wrong like why would you want to sit up here and commit 30 to 35 million dollars on a quarterback that you're not fully confident that he's going to take you anywhere if you can just go out here and draft a guy and i just think maybe i'm crazy but if you draft the guy and he goes through growing pains I feel like people would understand that if like if the same drafted Hendon Hooker, right? And Hendon Hooker showed you some positive qualities. He struggled a little bit because he's a rookie. I don't think anybody would be mad. They they would. I don't think anybody would be mad because they're like, okay, man, the dude is young. He'll get better. Yada yada yada, right? But if you keep on making it seem like, oh man, everything gonna be all right. We were a few players away. We were a few plays away. Like, knock it off, man. Like, nobody in here is an idiot. Nobody is in, in here an idiot. Everybody can see that this team is not what it used to be. And they're actually going down, they're, they're actually going down a road that can lead to a lot of more bad mojo coming soon if they don't be real with themselves. Tell you that right now. Right now. To be honest, Philly is just the Ravens, but with better receivers. That's why it works better for them. Um, I feel like, yeah, I mean, Philly played good defense. They got a good running game, good passing game. I mean, they're overall fundamentally sound team. And as far as with the Ravens, like, yeah, the Ravens, like, Ravens always, calling card has always been defense. Draft their quarterback so the next coaching staff going to coach him up because Pete ain't. Well, I don't, I'm not in, I don't feel like you should just draft a quarterback just to draft a quarterback. You draft a quarterback if you feel like this guy is going to be the future of your franchise because that's where you're at right now. You're not like all them Garrett Grayson project quarterbacks, like those days are over. If you're drafting a guy, you're saying that guy is probably more than likely going to be the successor that we've been looking for since Drew Brees. I mean, for Drew Brees. Uh, I think, uh, TJ, I think Tony Pollard would be a good uh, supplement and compliment for AK. Yeah, I mean, look, I like Tony Pollard a lot. I think that he's the best running back the Cowboys have. Definitely was better than Zeke Elliott for the last two years. Um, and he also gives you that dynamic, something similar to that of Alvin Kamara. And we all talked we talked about Alvin Kamara on the last episode about him possibly facing suspension. So that, that would be a really good addition. But I don't feel like it's necessary. I don't. Once again, if we're talking about a rebuild, if we're talking about developing players, this is a really good draft for running backs. Ty J. Spears is out there. Kenny McIntosh is out there. 
uh hall from uh northwestern is out there you got guys that can catch the ball out of backfield run in between the tackles and give you that spark that you need so why would you want to go and give tony pollard who probably has a market value i don't know maybe of like nine ten million dollars per year when you can actually get a guy like kenny mcintosh in the third round that can give you the same type of production if not more or you know ty j spears you could probably get him in the third or fourth round give you more you know production as well so why why we like i want people to to focus on this why would you go out here and spend a bunch of money or more money than you have to if you can actually get a guy that's going to give you that same production or maybe even better or even the ceiling is even higher for this guy and you can get him for cheap that i mean if you're just getting Tony Pollard, to me, you're just getting Tony Pollard because of his name, like in his talent, his ability. But you can get that talent and ability in a draft for the low, low price for the low. So why why do that? That I just like, I just want the who that nation. I just want you all to understand. In order for the Saints to get out this situation that they're in, they're going to have to develop players. They're going to have to hit in the draft. I look, I, I'm all I'm all about signing guys that's well known and guys that can give you production and you know they did something big on one team. We need some of that over here. But the way the Saints are structured, the state of the Saints, no pun intended, is they are in, like they keep on dealing with these cap issues. Like it, it's they keep on finessing it and, and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. But all I'm saying is, why continue to do that if you don't have to? Why? Oh, what you did in 2017, I don't feel like you can replicate. But if you can hit on at least 50, 60% in the draft over the next two to three years, guess what? You, you can really be successful. And you have guys on rookie deals. You get yourself a young quarterback. He's on a rookie deal. Then you can bring in guys that can matter. You, you can actually bring in guys that can be a premier pass rusher. You can bring in guys that may be, be able to get 15, 1,600 yards receiving. Why? Because you got guys that are on rookie deals, and you can combine them with some veterans, and you can win. But – paying guys 30 35 million dollars just because you're afraid that you might lose your job or the fact that the, the fan base going want your head on a silver platter guess what it's rather you got it or you got it or you don't you know if you don't have it you ain't got it all right all right and you can't disguise this you you cannot disguise this everybody in here once again are very smart people right we know what's going on we see it Right, we may not want to use the R word, and by R word I mean rebuild. We may not want to use that word, but that's what it is. And as soon as we accept that, the better, and we can move on, and we can be happy and, and, and embrace the process, and, and enjoy you know the rebuild process. But as long as you're gonna keep on being in denial, hey. Uh, I think Bradley uh, Bailey Zappy is better than Mac Jones. I'd rather have Zappy. Well, I mean, he had some good games, man. But hey, I think they about one in the same. 
Wins 2021 uh, stats is the same year he couldn't beat the lowly Jaguars to get into the playoffs. I mean, just because he couldn't beat the, the Jaguars don't mean he a bad quarterback. I mean, Andy Dalton couldn't beat <laughs> the Cardinals. Andy Dalton couldn't beat the Bucks. Andy Dalton, like, come on, man. Like, you know, I don't think Andy Dalton is a, a, a terrible quarterback. I just think that, he, you know, he's average. You know, but if beating the Jaguars, like not beating the Jaguars is, is the only thing that you can say. I mean, there's a lot of people that lose games. TJ, have you seen some of the mock drafts for the Saints? Honestly, man, I haven't been, man, I haven't been paying attention to much Saints news, man. I've been extremely busy over the last couple of days. And um, I haven't really been paying attention. Like, man, honestly, I ain't even, I wasn't even really on social media at all. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like, I think I tweeted a little bit about the one, some XFL games I watched, but Man, I ain't I ain't been, been paying much attention to anything um when it comes to the draft, which is crazy. Um, but uh I have to take this moment once again. Um, well, not once again, but I want to take this moment to thank the fine folks at manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, the official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast, going into our third season with the uh with Manscaped. Uh go to manscaped.com, use the promo code SOTS. And you'll save 20% off your purchase. Uh, if you want to support the State of Saints podcast, you know, go to manscaped.com, use that promo code. Um, you know, this is based on if it's a you know product that I feel like people are very interested in. You know, if you're interested in it, the promo code is available. Probably if you know, and probably if it's something that I don't feel like, you know, is generating a lot more interest. <laughs> you, you know we might got going another direction but i like manscape man they, they have some really good products you know they give you opportunity to you know use the products and stuff like that before we actually start pitching them um and they're really good man they're really good so go to manscape.com look you know check out some of their products uh use the promo code um no matter if you pay a dollar or ten dollars use that promo code you'll get 20 percent off um but um the final thing is before we get up out of here man i'm extremely excited i'm extremely happy um man i've been doing this uh podcast since 2018 uh, some of y'all been riding with your boy since then and uh we've we taken some really great strides here on the state of the saints podcast and we've uh, done some shows that we laughed uh we you know we got angry together some in some cases we even cried together um but you know i'm extremely excited to announce this uh the state of the saints podcast uh, will be live in Indianapolis this week for the NFL Combine. That's right, man. The State of the Saints podcast, we going to Indianapolis, man, for the NFL Combine. Uh, it's, it's such a great honor uh, to be able to do this. It's a lot of hard work, you know, and dedication that's been put into this podcast, creating content that everybody can enjoy. And um, I, I wouldn't be able to have this opportunity if it wasn't for so many great people that has rode with this show and has supported this show since the beginning. And um, I don't take that for granted at all. I don't take it for granted for anybody that has ever clicked on this show and watched it and commented and, and, and you know, and added to the show. I appreciate that a lot. And I know the direction that this podcast is going in is because of great people like yourself. So, I'm excited about it, man. Going out to Indianapolis. Uh, we'll be out there Wednesday 
Um, we're gonna be taking in the sites and we're gonna be live, man. We're gonna be live and be telling y'all about you know some of the things that I've seen and uh talk about some of these players and you know and, and really evaluating them. So uh keep it locked right here to the State of the Saints podcast. We will be at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis and man it's uh it's surreal like honestly man like it's almost to a point you know brother won't shed a tear because it's uh it's been a journey man it's been a journey and when you work hard for something and, and it you know it starts to come together you know you just kind of look back at all the things that has got you know gotten you to this point and you just gotta you know thank god and then also you know thank the people along the way so from the bottom of my heart i mean this I'm not just saying this it's not just lip service. I mean, it's from the bottom of my heart. Thank you all so much. And, um, you know, this is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. We're not where we want to be. You know, we're not where we want to be just yet, but we're making strides for it. So thank you all so much. And um, I really do appreciate it. I'll take a few more comments, then we'll go ahead and uh, get up out of here. Says, uh, who that TJ just wanted to let you know that my wife and I are celebrating our 33rd uh, year anniversary this week we both love your show because you always keep it real ramsey thank you so much and uh you and your wife uh happy anniversary uh like uh, i'm going into my third year of marriage okay so you got about 30 years on me uh but look when you got a when you got a relationship and you got somebody that loves you in spite of everything you're willing to grind together you're willing to shine together it's a blessing and it's not easy you know i mean but you know congratulations to you both on this milestone and uh you know and uh continued success to you and thank you all for your support thank you uh let's see uh brady against the saints always looked like wins against the jaguars but no one says that brady shouldn't start again i guess because brady got like seven super bowls and, and wins got one so I, I can understand that. <laughs> uh, are you going to the NFL draft this year, sir? Uh, probably not, man. Probably not. I kind of want to, I kind of like, I kind of want to chill a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because I really enjoy the, the tradition that we have here on the State of Saints podcast where we have live reactions. So I definitely want to do that. Can I go to the NFL draft? I'm pretty sure I can. I'm pretty sure I can, um, but I, I I won't. I won't. Probably the next time I probably travel is maybe probably like around the time when the Saints probably doing something. I'm definitely going to try to get down there for training camp. Um, I don't know about like the mini camps or anything like that, but I definitely want to get down there for training camp uh, and, um, you know, be able to see some people, man. There's so many people support the show. We love to be out there and, interacting with the you know with the people that that make this show what it is and also diehard saints fans uh just like myself so probably won't go to the nfl draft because i mean i actually enjoy i actually enjoy the tradition that we've had here i, I really do I, I enjoy uh the live draft reactions they, they get better every single year so why why would i want to go to the draft when i can chill out with my folks you know what i'm saying and, and have fun and, and laugh and make those moments you know uh, I'm going to shave. Uh, I'm going to shave you now, Manscaped TJ Jones. Uh, I ain't scared to say rebuild. Me neither. Draft night episodes always lit. TJ, you're gonna have to drop that beat moments from the last uh, few uh, drafts on the podcast. Yeah, man. Maybe I can go back and uh, you know 
maybe make a compilation of you know best draft moments um but to me like it the first year we did it was a little bit of a touch and go but i think the year 2020 when caesar reese got drafted i think we found our stride after that you know what i'm saying so the last two years have been exciting and um man i'm gonna try to make it i'm gonna try to make it even more exciting man we're gonna we're gonna we you know we do things a little bit differently unconventional than we do you know these shows so i'm looking forward to it man looking forward to it and uh thank you all so much for checking out the state of the saints podcast really do appreciate it uh shout out to everybody that commented ask that you hit the like button if you enjoy the state of the saints podcast with the content uh subscribe to the channel if you have not already youtube.com search the state of the saints podcast network we're also available on facebook.com search the state of the saints podcast network you can follow me on twitter at tjay jones eight and uh once again we're going to be live i can't believe i'm saying this we're going to be live at the nfl combine in indianapolis this week uh to cover uh the combine man so keep it locked right here to the state of the saints podcast thank you all so much much love to you have a good morning noon night whenever you're checking out this podcast and like always all i gotta say is who that <laughs>